Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner in crime for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, your vocation, your spiritual life, or maybe your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. I think it fits this whole uh, goal that we have in Next Step Leadership. We want the next step to be your best step. Well, sometimes uh, the next step that I need to take or the next step that you need to take is to have someone else prepared to take the next step. You know, we're just here at times to pass the torch on to someone else. So as I'm saying that, what comes to your mind uh, as we think about it? I think that there are people who are doers and there are people who are leaders. And quite honestly, uh, I don't know that I was a leader until I began to give people meaningful activities to do and began to give away different aspects of those things that I was responsible for. I mean, I just came from a meeting where our youth pastor is really beginning to get his mind around this whole idea of empowering people to do meaningful things. And man, just hearing him talk, it's changing his world. Um, if we don't, then someday we're going to be replaced and we're not going to have any choice about that. And we're going to be replaced. My dad used to say, man, if you think that what you're doing is so significant and you can't be replaced, man, stick your hand down in a bucket of water and pull your hand out and show me your handprint in the water. Well, obviously there's no handprint there because life moves on and people move on. So I think adding that intentionality piece to man, making sure that we're handing this off to somebody else is what we're talking about. That whole idea of succession planning or planning for somebody else. Well, I saw a wonderful example of that last week. Um, was sitting uh, with my wife, Debbie and, and other uh, pastors and ministers and their spouses. Uh, we were sitting together at a missions banquet and uh, those are always exciting because you get to hear stories of what others are doing uh, around the world, how they're making a difference. Uh, and, and some of those who are becoming missionaries now, just beginning their new career, their new vocation, as they have this sense of that's the way that they can take the next step and, and move into this new land. Well, as, as, as I'm sitting there, Tracy, I'm watching... So many of those who were speaking, almost all of those who spoke, were our former students. And, and Tracy, these are the ones that we spent time with. We had conversations with them, and, and we wanted to give them this, this next step mindset to carry on the torch, but, but not, not only think locally, but think wide and deep to think globally. And they were standing there telling their stories about where they're going, uh, when, what their game plan is, their, their time frame, their financial support. They, they were telling their stories, and I'm just I'm smiling and crying at the same time because uh, they had to be challenged, but we had to encourage them that it's not all up to us and our age and how we've always done it. No, we want, we believe in you, young people. We believe that you can take us all to the next step. We want to challenge you to challenge us. You know, when I think about that story, I, we got to back up a few years, a years, a few years for that. I mean, I'm taken back to, it had to be 15 years ago. 
I'm, I'm serving at that particular point in time as the dean of the School of Christian Ministries there at Emmanuel College. And one of the missionaries from the national office, I remember so distinctly, he came by and just saw me, just kind of on the fly, just showed up. And we had this long conversation, but he challenged me. He said, did you realize that we have not trained up a missionary out of this school in 10 years? Talk about a mic drop. I was blown away. I said, you're kidding me. And we went back and traced that and thought through that because this guy was an official with the Global Missions Department. So we had an idea that day. We started a conference called SEND. Now, not SIN, S-I-N, S-E-N-D, See Every Nation Discipled. And what we would do is we were, they were going to pay for the way to have missionaries on furlough come to the college for about a week. And we had them go into classrooms and talk and did all the, the chapel services. And they did one-on-one conversations and coffees with the girls and just anything we could imagine for them to just have some time to get to know our students. There was that. And then just after that particular thing, I remember I felt convicted of the Holy Spirit to hire my best bud at the time was Terry Ross. And he was like missions pastor extravagant. And so we needed somebody to teach our global missions class. So I got him to do that. And for like 12 or 13 years, because I knew this guy, if he ever started doing it, he would never quit. And he would challenge our students up. And I said that to him, Terry, you got to help help these guys see that their next step might be to be missionaries. Man, now... One of the first groups that came through that sin thing was a couple who has a ministry over in Africa where these guys are going. One of the couples you heard are going to serve with that couple who were called like a two years after we started those sin conferences. Chris, if we had never started those, neither one of those couples very likely would be doing what they're doing now. And that'd be tragic. Yeah. And what what can we do about that? What what are some suggestions that you would have from a practical standpoint that we can do individually or with a business, with a ministry, with a church, so that we can um, can encourage the younger generation uh, that we're gonna we're gonna hand the torch to you. Uh, we are here not to lead as control freaks <laughs> and where it's all about us, but we are here to lead and mentor, guide, so that our next steps will be your next steps. That the, that we believe in you, your gifting, your talent. We're gonna give you opportunities to fail and let you learn from that, but to cheer you on as you do it. What are some ways that we can practically live that? Well, here's the first one. It's so simple. I think that that we've always got to be looking for, training our eyes to always be panning a room, looking for somebody who could do what I do. Not right there in the minute. They couldn't probably do it at the same level. And that's, I got to get over that too. Uh, Maybe my particular gift set is going to be such that they might not do it, quote, as well. But you know what? They might do it a different way, even better. But if I'm looking for people, always thinking, who, show me somebody who could do what I'm doing. Maxwell, John Maxwell used to call that searching for eagles. You're always looking out on the horizon, looking for people who could do that. But back to something I said earlier, um, if I'm just a doer, and I'm really good at doing my thing, uh, the way to step into the, the realm of being a leader is thinking, well, I've got to somehow empower someone else to do this thing. 
uh, yesterday afternoon, I'm working with a little group of, uh, there's eight different uh, high school kids and middle school kids as a part of a little jazz band getting ready for a competition at a fine arts festival. And I'd never, a month ago, I barely knew these kids. So there's this kid in this jazz band that I'm working with who, he's really an excellent classical pianist, but he's never played jazz before. He can read a chord chart and kind of know his way around. So for the last three Sundays, I've been spending an hour with him. And my first thought when I first heard him was, man, I'm just not all that patient with beginners. But this kid really isn't a beginner. So in the first week, he didn't do any work. And I challenged him and I kind of dug in a little bit and was maybe a little bit hard, not harsh, but hard on him. And I challenged him up. I said, well, I can't help you if you don't practice now. So I gave him something really specific to work on. Well, the next week, Chris, he comes in and he had done everything that I asked him to do. And he was so honest about, you know, hey, I've worked hard. I wasn't able to do all this, but I did this. And then from last week until yesterday, my goodness, I challenged him up, you know, and he had come so far. And when we got around to playing with the entire jazz band the next hour, I was just smiling on the inside like, this kid is starting to really get it. And he was doing this kind of thing. And I said, who taught you how to do that? And he said, I figured it out on my own. It was my own idea. And I went, whoa, that's so incredible. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, I love that. That That is so good, Tracy. And, and think of how it does apply in every area of life. Uh, think about uh, where each of us are right now. You know, you and I, as we are, as we, as you and I are talking about this, uh, having a conversation, but those who are listening, where are you? Um, meaning, you know, vocationally, uh, spiritually, relationally, who has helped guide you to where you are? Who has been a mentor? Uh, You know, Tracy and I have talked about that, the importance of it. Uh, But now, as you're taking the lessons you have learned that have helped place you where you are, who are you training? Who are you guiding? Who are you giving opportunities to? And maybe you're listening to this and you're young and, and you don't have much experience. Who are you learning from? Do not try to go into this endeavor of learning what the next steps are for you. Do not do that alone. Uh, Tracy, there is too much isolation. We need community. Someone said to me years and years ago, don't ever do ministry alone. And it was everything from like going with somebody who was good at visiting people in the hospital or someone who was a good, just any time you have an opportunity, just don't do it alone. Take somebody with you. Um, I was reminded of uh, growing up being challenged to always bring somebody with me to, to, to somehow not just be a solo act, but work together. Uh, and it doesn't really matter what you're doing. Somebody, I think it was Andy Stanley said this, that it's not my job to fill your cup, but it is my job to empty mine. Now, that means that everybody's got a seed to sow. Everybody's got something to give, that that you might just be a novice at following after Jesus, but you can help somebody. There's somebody who's not there yet that you can help with those first initial steps. And I can I can guarantee you that you're going to see things from a different place than Chris and I are, you know, being followers of Jesus for, you know, 40, 50 years. 
You know, you're going to see something. You're going to be able to relate something that I wouldn't necessarily see or be able to relate to. So don't ever think that, man, I, I just I need to get it to be a, become an expert at that. Well, I don't think there's any experts in the room. I think we're all novices here. But if I can just pour out of the things that God has placed into me and empty that out, that's probably a great place no, to start. No, that is. And, and as you're listening to this, um, here, here's a little plan for you, just some suggestions that, that we want to give you. Uh, think about where you are right now and look back in time. Who helped bring you there uh, in, in a positive way? Who 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 are those uh, people who, you know, their voices, their thoughts, their dreams, they challenged you, they dared you, they believed in you, they walked with you, they were willing to forgive you, uh, they were willing to give you chances to fail, but then let you learn from those mistakes. We have people who have been in our lives who have helped us that way. They have mentored us. Be thankful for them. Send them a note. Thank them. Thank God for them. And, and now look at the people who are following you. What, what are you doing well? Why are they following you? What can you do better? Uh, how can you be intentional so it not be just like an accident that they, they just happen to be following you? No, let it happen in that holy realm of guidance from God above, from the Spirit of the Lord with you, so that your conversations, the conversations that you're having with them, are important life-changing experiences for them. You are mentoring them with, with yeah, challenge them, but in a loving way. Dare them, but with kindness. Uh, give them give them assignments and opportunities, but not with this perspective of grading and ranking, but a perspective of you are important. And that's what we want you to learn as you're listening to this today. And, and Tracy, we've got, we've got a lot more to talk about. Uh, so I think we'll talk about more in the next time uh, that we gather together and uh, spend time together in Next Step Leadership. And as you're listening to this, we want you to remember, let your next step be your best step. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Hey, do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Chris Maxwell is the author of 10 books, including Pause with Jesus, Underwater, A Slow and Sudden God, and his latest book of poetry, Embracing Now. You can find links to all of his work and our social media information at our website, nextstepleadership.buzzsprout.com. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. Follow them on Instagram at Casual Americans. And new music is coming soon. We release Next Step Leadership each Thursday, so join us next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. <laughs>